I'm going to keep it a little bit serious. Mm-hmm. Um, is there one thing or person in your life that's been a significant loss? Hmm. Um, Just one thing? Right? I know. <laughs> that's true, man. Yeah. Um, just one thing, huh? Yeah, we could just talk to. Yeah. Like I think, as I mean, considering the like the, the trajectory the world has taken. Okay. Like I, one of the most significant losses was I think the loss of my father. Okay. Like if he still have the dad in this world, yeah. like I mean that is, um, I think a significant blessing. And it's like you know, family drives you crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if you have a dad in your life, mm-hmm. there's in a certain sense where a person derives identity mm-hmm. just from, what would you call it? Just from family relation mm-hmm. or, or what I would kind of describe as just a in a relational position to someone's life, you're deriving identity, mm-hmm. you're deriving a sense of direction. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily mm-hmm. explicit, but just having it. Just having, having it, it exist. Yeah. Just having it exist. Some sort of proximity. Yeah. 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 Okay. And and that's um, just by just having an, an existence of that. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you lose your dad? I was twenty three, I think. Okay. Nineteen ninety seven. Okay. Yeah, twenty three. Okay. Right. So that was twenty six years ago. Yeah, and then, you know, one of the things, like I said, knowing the way that the world would go, mm-hmm. you know, that at uh, when you look at the world of of advertising and um in some sense uh you know how institutions and and forces uh social forces work mm-hmm. you know um trying to either take away a sense of identity to try to replace it with another identity sure there are aspects of identity that that parents pass on mm-hmm. and you don't realize it. i'm kind of funny i'm seeing that in my daughter okay and it's like no yeah <laughs> you weren't supposed to take on that yeah. trait or that thing. Yeah. yeah. Take after your mother more, <laughs> not me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's just, you don't realize how much is passed on to the next generation. And when that's lost, mm-hmm. you know, when that is taken away at an early age, um, I would have to say my, my hope would be, you know, uh, myself to be more on the lookout, mm-hmm. you know, about, being more of a mentor to young men who don't have okay, I got a you. fatherly influence. Or mm-hmm. just not even young men, I guess. Young right. people. Right. Just young people. I mean, it could be a 30-year-old. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. When my dad passed away, one of the things I tried to describe to people, it's it's like uh, you had an umbrella. Okay. And then the umbrella was taken away. Okay. You're just never getting that umbrella back. Yeah. Right. Um, you just... You're walking in the rain now, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, I guess a, another picture would be like you were falling the icebreaker. Okay. You know, in the North Atlantic. Okay. And then for some reason, that whatever that vessel was before you is gone. Uh-huh. And now you got to start breaking the ice yourself. Yeah. And in some sense, you know, at a certain point, like this one thing that fathers do. Mm-hmm. Like they, they ought to, they give the young men, like, it's your time now mm-hmm. to go break, go break the ice. Right. And, you know, we it's go true. do that. 
you mm-hmm. know, when it happens suddenly, my dad actually passed away quite suddenly. Okay. Okay. Um, and so when that happens and you don't have that, mm-hmm. you know, the, the preparation and then the sending out. Mm-hmm. The uh, gradual handoff kind of. And then, you know, also the, I think part of what male mentorship, part of the purpose is, is to say, you know, like, I see you trying really hard. Mm-hmm. How about doing it this way? Mm-hmm. You know? save yourself some some effort mm-hmm. you know or i see you trying maybe going off in this direction mm-hmm. you know and um i'm trying to remember yeah no we haven't talked about higher education yet yep. but you know part of like uh, i think a lot of men have uh you can do a lot of good in young men's lives mm-hmm. by saying yeah don't be afraid go ahead and take those tests you mm-hmm. know um you're gonna need to have uh, a strong backbone mm-hmm. you know because like academia can i think academia can uh not just be informative mm-hmm. uh, but it can it can mess things up mm-hmm. if, right. you're, if you're not in the right place right and i think too like a, an older man to speaking into a younger man's life being able to say nah, you don't need that that's not the end all be all that's not the end all be all yeah. you know being able to say i see certain things in you mm-hmm that are going to come out just by doing work mm-hmm. rather than sitting in a classroom somewhere. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you know, jumping through hoops, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. jumping through academic hoops is not going to help you mm-hmm. as a young man. Right. You know, try this instead. Right. So, so that was, yeah, probably one of the, I think most significant losses mm-hmm. in my life like i'm 49 yeah um i have not had a straightforward career path uh-huh correct um most people don't right uh yeah depends who you anyway, talk to i'll let you yeah. keep talking but yeah i would say you know in this day and age people have more of a winding path than okay than straight yeah. but still i think a lot of people their career path what they do has something to do with what they do next Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. And that has just not happened in my experience. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I went to, originally went to college. Mm-hmm. That was not a terminal degree. Went on to higher education. That higher education really didn't lead to anything substantive mm-hmm. um, or anything long-term. And so ended up working for two years, mm-hmm. thereabouts, coming when we worked uh, internationally. Mm-hmm. Came back to the United States, worked somewhere for two years, changed completely, changed career for career fields, worked in that for more like three or four years. Um, and then I think at that time had some health issues that I had to mm-hmm. take some time off for. Mm-hmm. And then went back to work mm-hmm. for another two years. And then it was like by that time, it's like by that's by this time, it's 2023, I'm 49, right. and right. I'm like you know, there's, there's nothing. So kind of go back, explain a little bit. So was in college and then graduated college, went to higher education, Yep. got out of that, taught. So he's in teaching field for two years, yep. came back. And since I didn't have a teaching degree, it's like, couldn't find work teaching. Yep. So ended up working as a bartender Oh yeah. for two years. Yeah. Yeah. I forget about that. Complete change. Yep. And then... That's just crazy. I don't know how anybody works as a bartender for longer than three or four years. Yeah. But ended up switching to construction. Mm-hmm. 
ended up actually developing a spinal fracture. Didn't know it. And that was burning up, burning up my body physically. Yeah. Um, so I had to take a break. End up going into welding, mm-hmm. which I guess welding and construction are kind of sure related. You can see the connection. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, just to you talk about winding career paths, more like switchbacks on a mountain. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so like a significant loss there, I would say is um, like, I think people derive are able to derive like a sense of identity. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is healthy mm-hmm. to derive a sense of identity from your work, mm-hmm. you know, from the things that you do in this life. And mm-hmm. like, I, I don't believe I've actually captured that or mm-hmm. been able to know that. Mm-hmm. Probably the closest thing is, like I said, my daughter's 11. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just see her growing and becoming things. Mm-hmm. And there are certain things that, uh, not to toot our own yeah, horn, good. but there are certain things that uh, my wife Rebecca and I have done in our daughter's life. And it's like, we are seeing certain things come to fruition. Yeah. And she's starting to take off. There's just certain things that you do, like in the life of a child, you hold them accountable, right? Okay. You, when you don't deviate from that. Mm-hmm. There's a certain time where a child, and she's not perfect, but there's certain things where it's like, no, she's starting to, she, I mean, she may not even realize that she's doing it. She's starting to take hold of these things. Okay. And these things be, start to then, like she's starting to do that. Yeah, right. You know, we have always tried to, because we are teachers once, we've right. always tried to impress on her, respect your teacher, right. listen, yeah. do what they say as soon as they, they ask you to do something. And so we'll, like in class, yeah. there are certain times where the teacher would tell us, Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful that she listens to me. She's sure. she's the first one to get her books out for the next you know next phase, right? And that aids in learning, mm-hmm. you know, that aids in yeah in growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know where that's going to take her, but right, you know, that's an important skill to have. Mm-hmm. Sorry to take that back to the original conversation. Okay. All right, right, yeah. Like there is, like I said, there's a if you want to call it like a sense of accomplishment, a sense of purpose, okay, a sense of like significance. Okay. Um, and people will say, well, that's a sense of significance. That's a bad thing. Right. Well, if you have no sense of significance, I think that can be a detrimental thing. Yeah. Um, right. You know, yes, there are people who live to be significant in other mm-hmm. people's lives. And, but on the other hand too, like I do think myself doing something that has, and when I say meaningful impact mm-hmm. like you can actually look back and say mm-hmm. like, i did x mm-hmm. and not being able to be able to trace that back that's kind of a sense of loss right that i'm mm-hmm. something that i'm looking to reckon with uh-huh. yeah right so i mean i've more or less i don't know what you would say i've settled mm. <laughs> as far as career goes yeah and i don't i don't totally say that in a bad sense mm-hmm. like like there's been a, there's been a good thing about mm-hmm. just being in the delivery field mm-hmm. industry mm-hmm. for 17 years now mm-hmm. that are like man i'm glad that i've just kind of quote unquote settled yeah into this yeah you know yeah. there's a there's a flip side of that mm-hmm. where yeah okay i probably have settled mm-hmm. i could be doing something different mm-hmm that might be more satisfying. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I was, I'm just getting at like, you talked about like um, being significant Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's, it isn't like either you 
find significance or you don't like, Mm -hmm. no, there's like a, there's a, (laughs) a gray, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't want to have no significance and I don't also want all of my significance to be in my work. Yeah. Like there is a balance, I guess. Yeah. There's a certain, yeah, that's the element of faith. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing what I'm doing because I'm looking to be one hand as believers. We're looking to be obedient to God. Mm-hmm. Steward. Good stewards. And yep. there's a certain element of, I'm not going to see everything. No. Right. I can't right. see everything. Right. Even as I seek to be obedient, I can't see everything. Mm-hmm. Right. That doesn't mean that I should, the great sum of the work of my life mm-hmm. is just frustration. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not what we're looking for either. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I shouldn't, shouldn't have to be, there's a certain amount of like, I'm trying, what am I trying to say? Like just showing everyone else that mm-hmm. I'm significant, mm-hmm. right? That's a sign of lack of knowledge of one's own mm-hmm. significance. Mm-hmm. But then there's also kind of over and against that. There's mm-hmm. also, well, I would hope that the things I do are a blessing to others. Mm-hmm. I hope that the things that I do are actually bringing about a little bit, hopefully a little bit more um, meaning mm-hmm. in human life, a little bit less misery in the mm-hmm. human condition, you know, knowing that that's, it's not going to be perfect, mm-hmm. but hopefully, hopefully I'm not a drain on society, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and just, just to the knowledge that, you know, what I do is valued mm-hmm. in some sense. Mm-hmm. It, and again, it doesn't have to be perfect. This might be more of a guy thing. Maybe, you know, but I, I've you know talked to other guys yeah. that it's like the ability to provide, mm-hmm. you know, not just for yourself, but for your family. Mm-hmm. That is a, it's a significant factor mm-hmm. in, in determining whether or not, you know, life is meaningful. Mm-hmm. Am I able to really provide for others? Right. Um, I don't know. It's, it's not just me. It's and, other guys. Yeah. And, and like providing doesn't. It isn't only just money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like there's other things that are providing for those people around you, mm-hmm. your family. Mm-hmm. So, and it's one of those things too. You don't recognize it until it's like, what am I struggling with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually stopping. Like, yeah. Contemplating. Yeah. What figuring is, it out. Yeah. What is this? Whether it's with someone else mm-hmm. or just on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah, I've just recently semi-retired. Yeah. And so that is one of my greatest challenges lately yeah. is to say, am I just going to be a bump on the log? Right. Or am I going to be like working to to do things that are, you know, significant? Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of amazing how much it's been a challenge. I bet. You know, because right. you, you go to a job and you have an external force yeah. pressing upon you. Like, yeah. you got to be there. Right. At 8.30. We have these projects. We have to get done. Yeah. You know, and it's like, if it's just you, yeah. You don't realize how easy it can be to justify some of your behaviors Uh until you get into it. And it's Uh like, "Eh, you need a little fire under your butt, pal. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So. I think my hope, Mm -hmm. a lot of things can change. Mm -hmm. My hope is, so I'm 43 now. I'm hoping right around 50. Mm Mm-hmm. That I'll be in a similar boat <laughs> of no longer working as a delivery guy mm-hmm. and a little bit reassessing mm-hmm. of like, all right, 
what's this next what's the next phase yeah yeah and so i'm sure you and i will talk over the years mm -hmm. so hopefully we'll have some uh advice of like okay you know this day is coming what are you going to do now to start preparing learning mm -hmm. changing mm -hmm. for that so yeah. yeah i hope i do yeah <laughs> Well, and and if you don't, that'll be a loss for me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I would say my biggest advice right now for anyone younger than myself, yeah. 49, 49 and younger, yeah. right? If you happen to be listening to this, I mean, think about, add 10 years to your age. Yeah. Think about where you want to be. Right. Think about the things you want to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'll put it in this context. Like I want to, I want to be working with wood from now until, until my future 10 years from now, so I'll be 59. Mm -hmm. I really want to be working with wood. Mm -hmm. What do I need? Mm -hmm. I need the tools. I need the space. Mm -hmm. I need the materials. Mm -hmm. Right? Those are, those are the three primary things you have to have. Mm -hmm. um, say you're a younger person mm -hmm. and you want to work with technology. Mm -hmm. What do you need? Right. You're going to need time oh, to yeah. develop the skills. You're going to need the tools. Mm -hmm. Right, you got to have the technology, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and then, what are you gonna need for that third thing? Mm -hmm. um, you're gonna have to have dedication, mm -hmm. because the thing about technology, technology is distracting. Mm -hmm. You got to have that focus, <laughs> right? right? So, what are you gonna be doing now the, in the next ten years, right? To develop keep that things? focus, keep that focus. Yeah, yeah. you got to have a, a future vision in right. sight. Um, asking for a friend. <laughs> 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 so, like, part of the trouble for me is like man i actually don't have i don't have the thing of like i want my life to look like this mm -hmm. i don't have for in your case you said woodworking mm -hmm. so like part of it is like uh exploring like i do have this chance to pick something mm -hmm. no idea what it's gonna be mm -hmm. so the, the you know the question is like how do i figure that out yeah because i've i feel like most people do this at a younger age <laughs> right yeah um, instead of in their forties, but that's what I'm doing. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I think with the advancements, the, just the societal advancement we've had, like in hygiene, mm -hmm. food, mm -hmm. transportation, like mm -hmm. people said, well, 30 is the new 20, mm -hmm. right? I think we can have a midlife crisis mm -hmm. and it's going to be okay if you're thinking about the things that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. I would say for like a person like yourself, yep. I think partially what you're doing here. Sure. Right. Is yep. a good thing. You're, you're talking to people mm -hmm. outside different fields. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and it might be something to, if you run into a person in a field, mm -hmm. some fields might be more difficult than others. Mm -hmm. Right. But for sure. uh, talking with maybe like a, a counselor, mm -hmm. like someone who's in the counseling mm -hmm. saying, Hey, let me have lunch with you. Mm-hmm. Or, and then after you have lunch, like saying, can I watch you in your day? Maybe a counselor might be kind of difficult because <laughs> we're talking about some private things, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but uh, some way developing relationships outside the field mm -hmm. that you're in. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, taking some steps to then explore, right? like what they're going, getting into. And it's like, yeah, you might find, hmm, that was interesting. Mm -hmm. But then you might find like, Wow, that is really interesting, and, and I would really like to um, explore mm -hmm. that. That just having interaction with a person in that field mm -hmm. has brought about some some excitement yeah. that I would like to pursue. Yeah, you know, and just recognizing that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah, that's a huge deal. Right. Yeah. And it's that uh, that excitement about a subject matter. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, I think, kind of they kind of miss that, mm-hmm. you know. Easy. And I kind of relate that to what I'm trying to work on right now with woodworking. That goes back to like working with my hands. Mm-hmm. And this, I think, a lot of self-examination. I think in a negative aspect, like my father pushed me to to be in the academic realm. Okay. Um, he actually wanted me to become a, kind of ironic. He wanted me to become a wanted me to become a doctor, mm. which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now surgeons work with their hands, sure. right? Totally. Doctors not so much. Yeah. And so that really wasn't a good fit. Yeah. And it's taken me a long while to figure out I want to work with my hands, mm-hmm. right? Working with your hands does not necessarily mean you don't think. No. And right. actually, contrary, mm-hmm. like when I was working construction, new home construction, mm-hmm. like that involved more thinking mm-hmm. than I had to when I was going through college, I think mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? And so there's an aspect of like working with my hands where it's sure. like, I'm having to employ parts of my brain that I don't normally yeah. do. Um, and so I, can, I would encourage, like I said, someone younger than myself, somehow, you know, do things, un- get things under your belt. Mm-hmm. Where you can just play around. Right. You know? Yep. Like, I don't know how, like a person, if you had, if never had experience with cooking before. Right. And especially like cooking on a mass scale where you're Mm -hmm. working in the service industry, you know, like how, how does a chef, like you seem Mm -hmm. like some of the, some of the most um, engaging Mm -hmm. like media that you can watch is chefs doing what they're doing. I mean, I remember growing up as a kid and there was a PBS had a show called uh, Great Chefs. Okay. And it was like Great Chefs of San Francisco. Okay. Great Chefs of France. Yeah. And you watch these people. Yeah. And it's like they're doing things that are engaging. Oh, yeah. But then when we do it, well. It's true. Putting toast in a toaster. True. Putting butter on toast. Woo. Right. You know? Yeah. And yet these people can, and part of it is they, they love their subject matter. Right. You know, and they're, and they're using that subject matter to actually think about, okay, how can I make something new and unseen come about yeah. in this world. Right. That's just cooking. Right. There are people who are doing things like I would say, here's something. Like there's a company that's come out that and hopefully hopefully it's a quality product. Mm-hmm. I I've just seen it so it's new. Mm-hmm. But someone had the the intellectual curiosity to say, how can I make roofs new? Okay. Without having to tear off the roof. Okay. Right. And okay. so there's a product out there where some where someone has created an entirely new product where you're spraying something on a roof oh. to rejuvenate a roof on a house. Okay. And now like you're, the shingles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you're actually it's a spray yep. on, and then like I said, I don't know the longevity yet. Right. Just saw it. Yep. But someone had had the the intellectual curiosity mm-hmm. to pursue this and actually make it into a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so it's like, how can we better encourage each other as human beings to right. engage in this type of work, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that's, so that's something I would try to pass on to someone who's younger than mm-hmm. myself. Like, what is it that is spurring intellectual curiosity, mm-hmm. you know, to develop something that's never been nothing new under the sun, right? right. But, you know, hopefully trying to- In a different to, context to, or a different field. Yeah. 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 And so like, I would try to tell someone too, like, okay, so you spend X amount of years doing this, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that's, don't waste that. Sure. 
what then, how do you take what you've been learning and try to tie it into something that mm -hmm. is engaging, mm -hmm. right? Um, there's certain habits and behaviors, you know, that we would say, no, keep that going, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Like myself, that's one thing that I, I find myself drawn towards is inter interdisciplinary oh, sure. thinking, mm -hmm. right? Because that's one thing that like I find you talk about you talk with industry professionals mm -hmm. and they tend to become locked into a mm -hmm. certain mode of thinking. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, you're going to progress to a point, mm -hmm. but there's a certain point where once you start to think interdisciplinary, mm -hmm. um, it's kind of a humbling thing. Mm -hmm. kind of takes a step back, mm -hmm. but it allows you to make breakthroughs that you never yeah. thought you would make. Right. Yeah. More connections of how this thing idea field is actually connected mm -hmm. to this other one that if I, if I was stuck in that particular thing, mm -hmm. you would never get that yeah. connection. Yeah. I agree. Or I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One, two, three, four, five. What part of Sioux Falls mm -hmm. would you like to see changed? So it could be a whole area. It could, maybe you have one building in mind mm -hmm. that is like, and if you're able to say, kind of compare the before and after mm -hmm. this hy hypothetical after. Mm -hmm. Oh man. One area. Right. I know. <laughs> we both live central. Yeah. Yep. Slightly different parts of town, but mm -hmm. central. Mm -hmm. Well, could go the obvious and put the plug in for my neighborhood. Um, <laughs> we have a green space. Um, oh, yeah. We were talking about that. Yep. Yep. So that's an easy one. Okay. Um, that's just a matter of, from what I've heard, that's a matter of two city organizations, governmental organizations. Okay. Just making a handoff. It's the public schools handing off mm -hmm. the property rights to the Parks and Rec Department of Sioux Falls. Okay. And it's just a matter of people getting together and mm -hmm. saying... We sign our name to it. Here you go. Mm -hmm. When I first heard about it, I was kind of on the fence about it. Like, eh, I don't know what should happen to it. But then a lot so of this people. Is, oh, sorry. This go ahead. Is just an empty lot. Yes, it's um, a, it's an empty lot on the corner of like Eighth and around Eighth and Grange. Yeah. When I first heard about it, I was kind of like like on the fence. I'm like, I I don't know that I have an opinion on this. And then there's some people that did some research, and they said around this green space, there's a population density. Mm -hmm. that you just don't find okay. anywhere else. And actually this green space would help alleviate that population density. People okay. have a place to go. It's like, well, you know, one of the things I'm becoming aware of as I get older is population density. Sure. You know, you, it really impacts mm -hmm. quality of life. Mm -hmm. um, so if they would get that process handed over, Mm -hmm. You know, I think that'd be a really great, um, change okay. in that neighborhood. Um, and to tie that into something. So down at Rotary Park, okay. Rotary Park put in a, uh, basically an adult. It sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> How do I say this better? I was going to say they put in an adult playground. Yeah. <laughs> sounds terrible. <laughs> they put in a, a workout playground. Oh, okay. So as. For older people. Okay. You know, even people in their, you know, like their 20s. It's a place you can go and, and exercise. Okay. An exercise playground. Yeah. That sounds a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> if they would put an exercise playground in at the green space. Yeah. I think that'd be a tremendous addition to that area. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, that's one of the things like talk about mm -hmm. my our, physical state. Our bellies that are. Yeah. 
yeah. much more noticeable than it used to be. Yeah. I think America as a whole, I think Sioux Falls as a community, to encourage people to say, be active. Yeah. You know, have a healthy life. You know, play is just not for children. Mm-hmm. You know, being moving in space and time, mm-hmm. you know, is actually a good thing. Yeah. And so encouraging people that I would like to see that there as long with kids, with kids playground. What type of the things are at Rotary to, um, to make it as exercise? At the exercise playground. Yeah. They have all weather exercise equipment. So oh, like really? elliptical. Oh, really? Yep. Huh. Um, stationary bikes, all okay. weather, all weather stationary bikes. Okay. Yep. Um, they have kind of climbing equipment. Okay. Um, and then also like different bars. They have okay. monkey bars. For okay. adults, so adults, you know, normally I use the kids' monkey bars and right. I'm dragging my feet on the ground. Yeah, you know, um, so they have that. They have some abdominal exercises, hmm. just fantastic equipment yeah. for you just to get moving, right? You know, and, and to play around. Um, Do you know if it gets used much? Any oh yeah, clue? yeah. Like every time that we're there, there's at least um, between like five to ten people. Okay, on that's it. cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they're and they're kind of coming and going. Okay. Like people will ride their bikes there, yep. get off exercise for a little bit, get back on their bikes and ride. Okay. It's one of the best ideas I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, Parks and Rec. Yeah. I mean, we have a really good Parks and Rec. We do. They do really good work. I agree. Kudos on this exercise mm-hmm. playground for mm-hmm. uh, older people. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's interesting too is um, they have a link where you can go to their website, the, the manufacturer's website. Okay. okay. And you can view different exercises Other, that you can do yeah yeah that's pretty helpful oh i too. see like yeah. on this piece of equipment mm-hmm. you could do these different different exercises okay so and it's i'm sure it's in, an intentional thing also like for those that maybe can't afford a gym membership mm-hmm. of like here's a public mm-hmm. offering yes i'm sure that was very intentional yeah 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 and also kudos on our parks for doing that yeah. for them yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be one thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see our city improve on. Is that green space at, uh, they call it Lincoln Park. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's many others. Yeah. Now that I got to think there's many others, like um, Minnesota yeah. to the airport. It's like. Sure. That, that could be, have been worked on for a long time. So the city just built itself a new city hall. Mm-hmm. And right next to it is a den of ill repute. Mm-hmm. It's like, I would just like to see that go away. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Could have happened. Yeah. Right. But something we could be praying about as mm-hmm. an entire community. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't go look for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a couple of things off the top of my head. Yeah. I think. And I think at this point in Sioux Falls' history, we have... And I'm sure there, there are other people talking about this before we have... You know, mm-hmm. that's how that's how we we got what yeah, we have to start with. Right? right. I think it's something as a community we should really continue to continue talking about. Push. It's like yeah. push for. Yeah. yeah. Recognize what you have that's valuable. Mm-hmm. And like I think that's one of the the what makes Sioux Falls a great city mm-hmm. to live in is that people of all walks of life mm-hmm. have access to green open space. Mm-hmm. You know. Agreed. You want to be able to hop on your bike, you know. Just get out, breathe some fresh air. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can get out there and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, the North End in particular needs a little bit of mm-hmm. work. Yeah, they've done a lot of work. Right. You know, like um, doing the loop, and you would get to 
the spillway. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do I get from the spillway down to kind of where the, the bike loop is on the big Sioux down there? Yep. Yeah. And it's just recently where they finally made those connections. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not perfect, no. but you can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, is that kind of like where there's kind of some switchback? Yeah. Right. right yeah. There? yeah. Yeah. And it's, I kind of like, you know, having been to mountains, I like the switchbacks myself. Yeah. You know, that's kind of cool. Right. Um, getting from the bottom of the switchbacks to where Cliff Avenue is yeah, yeah. still kind of uh, still kind of a challenge. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but I thought they did a great job of taking up from the top of the spillway, going around mm-hmm. west. Mm-hmm. I think they have an uh, access point to where you can get to a, a playground up on top. Oh, kind of where it's it's on the other side of the river of the Sanford. Oh, oh, okay. The yeah. Sanford Complex. Sanford Complex. Yeah. yeah, it's on the other side of the river. Okay. And it's like, that's kind of cool. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, and, and it's like, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time, mm-hmm. you know, but they've been, I know they have been working on it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, props for that mm-hmm. city, mm-hmm. you know, and we still live in, you know, that's one of the things, we still live in a city that is, it doesn't do, can't do everything. But it's still responsive to the people, mm-hmm. I believe, for the most part. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I love about living here is you can still go to the, you can still find the right people. You can still put ideas mm-hmm. in front of them and they'll they'll still consider things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, we're not living in a huge city enough where it's like you can't even find the people to talk to. Right. Yeah. And like, that's just how it is yeah. kind of mentality. Yeah. This and is how we do it. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. yeah, and if you can if you can find some way to make something livable, well, that's your luck, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm gonna have to look it up. Mm-hmm. I I know you don't watch a ton of movies, mm-hmm. but I watched. I think it's called Living, which was based on a based on a real guy's life. Okay, but it took place in England. Mm-hmm. I assume London, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is called Living. Okay, so like. The beginning part of the movie is like really just like that bureaucratic. We'll look at your form, stamp something on it mm-hmm. or not. We'll just put it in this pile. And so what's cool is like you see you see a change that in him mm-hmm. where he's like, he's like, you know, you know what? I can actually maybe do something about these forms and requests that are coming in. Mm-hmm. Like I actually know the other person in the other a bureaucratic part of the city that could maybe actually fix this issue. Yeah. And it revolves around parks. Mm. It's the building of parks okay. in their in their city. Interesting. So and I'll we'll check I, that out. Yeah. It's I thought it was a great movie. Living. Living. Right now. Right. Do you know who the the main actor is? I don't. I It's a Jason Statham. No, no it is definitely not that type of movie. <laughs> Bill Nighy? Bill Nighy. I think sounds kind of familiar. I don't know. There's a picture. I don't know if. Oh, yeah. I know who that is. Okay. Oh, he was in. Um, I see him in other stuff. But... Yeah. He was in um, the movie with the dolphins, and the, the answer is 42. Life, oh. life, the universe, and everything. Um, I'll have to look it up. Yeah. I don't want to look it up because I, I turned 42 a year ago. Uh huh. Year and a half, whatever. Yeah, I think I think Abel's has sent me a text of like. What is the meaning of life? Forty-two. <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide. To the- Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's it. Yeah. 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 He's in that, and he does some some other movies. Yeah. But 